As you can see, I'm holding a box of Kellogg's Special K. The Kellogg's company is probably even more famous for their cornflakes. But in our house, we pretty much stick with the Special K. Uh, and of course, if you know anything about the Kellogg company, you know that cornflakes were the invention of a fellow by the name of John Harvey Kellogg. Here's a picture of John Harvey Kellogg when he's about 30 years old. You can see he has quite a mustache and beard on him. And uh, I guess that was the style back in the 1880s and 90s. But uh, Mr. Kellogg loved this style because here's another picture of him when he's 30 years older and he's still sporting the same quite fancy and over-the-top mustache and beard. Why am I talking about John Kellogg? Well, he's both a hero and a villain to the cause of life. And I wanted to give you a little update on his life and history and some of the takeaways uh, that I have from his life. John Kellogg is a hero in one sense because he was a great advocate of medical missions back when medical missions was really growing and developing around the world. And I have been arguing for some time now that the modern movement of pregnancy help medical clinics as we're developing them throughout uh, Asia and uh, Europe and Latin America uh, are really the extension of medical missions from 150 years ago. It's a great entry point for the gospel. It allows us to do what Christ himself did to bring healing powers to people who are in crisis physically and at the same time to point them to the one who heals us for eternity uh, through the gospel. So I'm a great advocate of Pregnancy Help Ministry. Passion Life is uh, a mission that's aimed at starting pregnancy help medical clinics around the world through the local church as we train the leaders in biblical pro-life ethics and pregnancy crisis intervention. So that's what we're all about. So I'm always studying a little bit more and more about the history of medical missions. And right now I'm working my way through this book called Sent to Heal. And it's actually quite an academic level a history of the emergence and development of medical missions in this book, there's the interesting story of John Harvey Kellogg. Uh, John Harvey Kellogg was a doctor. He came from the Seventh-day Adventist tradition, which was sort of a, uh, an organiz a church that was a little bit off base and then moved toward historic orthodoxy over time. Uh, I'm not quite sure all the different things going on with the Advent church today, but back in the day, it was a little bit on the borderlines of orthodoxy. Uh, he was uh, a doctor. He, he took over a failing hospital and turned it into quite a surgical unit. He called it the Medical and Surgical Sanitarium. And because of his background with the Adventist, he was also an advocate of what we might call today preventive health medicine. He was really into diet and nutrition and healthy living and in many ways, he was 100 years ahead of his time compared to today when you see all kinds of advocates out there promoting uh, general health care. And even my own doctors today 
while they're addressing different ills that I might have, they're always encouraging us to eat better, exercise, uh, fresh air, and so on and so forth. And that's what he was about back in the day. He promoted uh, what the Adventists called the gospel of health, which again, I think was a little bit of a twist on the idea, it combined the idea of good health with the theology of good health, which by itself is not a bad thing, but it became rather strange. Today, we're promoting the health of babies and mothers through the pregnancy help centers. And uh, here's a picture of of one in Romania. This is in Oradia with uh, with uh, Gabby and Mihaela Bishan, who direct the Pulse Center. This is one of about 3,000 pregnancy centers around the world, not outside the U.S. And we have five of them right now in development in Colombia. And we have three in development in Cuba. Here's a picture most recently um, uh, of a pregnancy help clinic in Bayamo, Cuba, where the church has been trained. They've gotten a vision to rescue mothers and babies and, again, to promote the health of the mother and the health of the child and to do so in the name of Jesus. That's that's the mission of Passion Life. Well, going back then to uh, Henry uh, John Henry uh, Harvey Kellogg. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about his life. In 1896, uh, he, in his effort to create good and healthy diet for his patients at the hospital, he started fooling around with oats and, and wheat and corn, and he created uh, corn flakes, and he patented them uh, as corn flakes, uh, and his brother, Will, uh, wanted later on, as they became popular foods, uh, and they created a company, he wanted to add sugar to uh, cornflakes. Well, that was uh, heresy to John Harvey. And so there was a big split between the brothers. And Will Kellogg went off and he started what we now know today as the Kellogg's Cornflakes Company that is now world famous but it was actually an invention of John Harvey. Uh, he was after uh, creating a healthy diet. So he also created another mixture of things that he later called granola, which is, as you know, is quite popular today. Uh, it uses a lot of nuts and, and uh, uh, raisins and different things like that. And uh, he also is credited with advancing, if not inventing, uh, peanut butter because he was a big advocate of nuts as a healthy uh, form of diet and he created or advanced the technology of how you create a peanut paste or what we call peanut butter today. So he was quite the guy. He was a surgeon. He was a dietitian. He was an inventor. He was a scientist and he was religious in the sense that he was um, part of the Advent, a Seventh-day Adventist group. Later on, he left those moorings, uh, became quite liberal in his outlook and his way of thinking. But during this early period of his life, he was really out to save and to promote human health. Along the way, he adopted 40 children, and he established an orphanage and a home for the aged. So in many ways, there's a lot to commend about his life. Um, 
He established and promoted the idea of medical missions like nobody else. In fact, he started a college to train students. And in the 15 years of that college, uh, they graduated 194 medical doctors, fully accredited doctors that were sent off into the mission field. So in many ways, it's a commendable guy. But then things went off the rails quite terribly. Around 1914... Uh, he began to change uh, the, the, these organizations uh, that were tied into the science of health and diet, and he wedded it to an emerging movement in the United States called the eugenics movement, uh, which was a deadly, deadly idea uh, that swept across America uh, during the 20th century. Uh, he converted an organization called the American Medical Missionary Board, and he renamed it the Race Betterment Foundation. You can see how dangerous this idea is. He started out trying to promote health, and then he wove it together with a lot of uh, ideology that grew out of evolution and the idea that races have an evolutionary standard. There are some races that are healthier and better than others. And of course, that all began to flourish right when um, uh, John Harvey Kellogg died in 1943 in the middle of World War II, a war that was started and promoted by the eugenicist Adolf Hitler as he went after the Jews to kill and destroy them all as a less uh, important race and a dangerous race. And at the same time, uh, we saw Margaret Sanger developing in the 30s and 40s her birth control, which was euphemism for abortion back and then, and promoting it among the back black populations in the United States because they were considered the more feeble race. So eugenics led to the horrors, the greatest horrors of our age, uh, of mass murder of innocent people. And uh, unfortunately, John Harvey Kellogg, when he started his Race Betterment Foundation, actually became kind of a, a, a foundational central figure in the growing and developing eugenics movement uh, in America. Very sad. So this is a man that in some ways did some good things and in some ways left a terrible uh, legacy behind him. What are my takeaways from this story? Number one, it is clear that God can use some very, very flawed people for his own good purposes. And that's a good thing to, to see from time to time. But it's also a great reminder that when you leave the moorings of historic Orthodox Christianity, you really become vulnerable to the ideas of this world that are ever-changing and are flawed, rooted in darkness in many, many ways. And probably the eugenics movement was the most diabolical, deadly movement for mass killing of the innocent that, that the world has ever seen. I'm sure there'll be other waves uh, of mass killings in the days ahead. And so even as we stand for life and enjoy your Kellogg's, uh, let's just remember that uh, Kellogg himself uh, was both a hero to the cause of life in the sense that he started out trying to promote health and well-being among people and then ended up as a tragedy 
and a villain in the cause of life because he lost his moorings in the great eternal truths of the Word of God. So, lessons learned. Uh, let's uh, continue on our course together to promote life here and around the world uh, and leave a better legacy than Mr. Kellogg did.